Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. Hey, Jace, did I see you drive by my house in a new car? You sure did there, Goober. I waved to you in your front lawn. Nice. I didn't know you were getting a new one. Where did you go, Jason? I went to Sears Imported Autos, and I really wasn't planning on getting a new car. But I went online, I saw a car, I went in there, and Sue, I love Sue, her service was amazing. And it really was one of those examples of customer service makes a difference. And it's not a surprise surprise to me they've been in business for over 55 years serving not one not two not three four lex and dawn four generations of happy customers and now i'm one of them they were named best of the best for mercedes for 2018 and 2019 i mean it is really where as they say quality meets affordability the selection of their certified pre-owned vehicles will help you find like a dream car at the price you want so if you're gonna get a car don or lex sears imported autos Where are they again, Lex? Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. And when you walk into Sears Imported Autos, make sure you say you heard about them from Jace. Oh, it's like Sad Song of Palooza. Welcome back, everybody. A little throwback for you. (laughs) Leanne Rhymes, How Do I Live? Jason and Alexis to the morning. On my talk one seven one everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex, Don, and Kenny. Thank you for being here. Hope you had a great Valentine's Day. We love you. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's Happy Day. Happy VD. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pretty much says it, doesn't it, Don? <laughs> <laughs> ha- Even in Happy- COVID times. <laughs> Happy VD, everyone. <laughs> Okay, uh, we have a little bit of a TV taste test. So um, I watched on Netflix. I think a lot of you did. I got a couple uh, tweets over the weekend. Um, The show, and I have a feeling it's going to be a new franchise for them. Um, It is called Crime Scene. So there's the main title. And then the subheading, and that's why I think it's going to be an ongoing series, uh, which I'm okay with. Uh, It's called Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Now, um... If you are unfamiliar with the Cecil Hotel and uh, and the one of the most, well, I would 
argue the most famous story uh, about the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles. Um, uh, the most famous case, a whole bunch of weird stuff has happened at the Cecil Hotel since it uh, was built in, I believe, the 20s. Um, maybe I even think 1918. But anyway, it it grew in infamy uh, in 2013, I believe, when a young Canadian student, 21 years old, Elisa Lamb, vanished from the hotel. If you are like, if that sparks something, you if if you don't remember her name, you will remember that elevator footage. Uh, remember the security the security footage of her like feverishly pushing buttons and then yeah. stepping outside the elevator and then she was never seen again um, uh, from the from the Cecil Hotel. Here's a little bit of the trailer and we'll we'll go deeper uh, after that. What do you think people imagine when they picture the Cecil Hotel? Is there a room here that maybe somebody hasn't died in? I never got used to that. Never got used to that. Throughout its history, the Hotel Cecil has always had a dark persona. People call it Hotel Death. And it is. Um, it is right. You know, it's it's interesting. It's broken up into a few episodes. I will pause here and say I, I have an observation in this era that we're living in with Netflix and streaming services. And that is um, just because you can stretch out a story uh, to four or five episodes doesn't mean that you should stretch out a story to four or five episodes. Especially, this seems to be the trend now because all of these streamers realize that there is a hunger for true crime, and that's accurate. There is, but there is a limit. And I felt that way about the Richard Ramirez series on Netflix. That could have easily been a compelling three episodes, but they stretch it out, and they're, they're they're gonna piss off the audience if they're not careful this is really good but this could have been an excellent three-parter um but they went mm, i think it's like four or five and they went on they went on one and a half too long Mm. um it was captivating as all get out for one is this supernatural or is there are there people killing people or just disappear i don't know much about this story well, um, Cecil's a hellhole in downtown uh, L.A. Oh. I mean, it's just a notorious hellhole. Yeah. Where, where you stay if you don't have any money. It, much like the uh, Chelsea oh. in New York City. Yes. Where where awful, awful things have happened there, too. Yeah, it, it's right It's right by Skid Row. And it w- it used to be, and you, you figure this out or you find this out in the documentary. This was actually one of my favorite parts. They go into the history, not only of the Skid Row area of L.A., but um, the Cecil's role and, and its placement in L.A. It, it was built to be a luxurious hotel. But then after the Great Depression, things changed. The hotel went through various owners, and then it became a haven as, as as uh, Kenny said, it's a, it became a cesspool. I mean, it got to the point where you, uh, one of the gentlemen that lived in the Cecil said that you would never go above the 10th floor because you knew that if you went to, thir- if you went to floors 14, 15, and 16, the likelihood likelihood that you would be murdered was pretty freaking high. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, the lobby is beautiful. I'm looking at pictures of it now. 
You know, it's old 19, as you said, like 1920s, beautiful. But then you get up to the rooms and you're like, ooh, you have not done any updating. That is funny. No, looking at its Wikipedia page, it opened in 24 and the first death was in 27. So it didn't take long. And then they've just been every few years since then, something awful has uh, been found. I mentioned Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. The Night Stalker would hang out there. I mean, that's the type of place this was. I mean, it was a place (laughs) where, you know, well, and here is the manager who here's the manager. And let me paint a picture of her. And she kind of talks about this, like why she wanted to do this interview. She looks like your typical hotel manager. I mean, you would think that a a place like the Cecil would have a, a, you know, some Ryan Murphy character. Here's a little bit of the of the uh, of the manager talking uh, in vanishing at the Cecil. What do you think people imagine when they picture the manager of the Cecil Hotel? Well, unfortunately, a lot of them were thinking there's some crazy, creepy person behind the scenes that just doesn't care and is running just this hotel where all these bad things happen. And it's not true. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do the interview, because I want the world to see that who was actually really running, really cared about the hotel and was running it properly, you know? But I would say there are a lot of, like, unique challenges when you are running a hotel like the Cecil. A lot came with the place. Within her first week, the maintenance guy called her and said a guest uh, was dead in one of the rooms within her first week. And then, and then you get to the story of Wait, like, uh, just like someone killed the person, or is well, that this, person are we was, talking about a suicide or a, a variety, Lex? And I'm not making I'm not making light of this. Yeah, no, you, I'm just you, I'm just you trying to picture a, oh, what's no, happening no. there. You pick a call in what the the what she just referred to within the the or just just in general in the in the hotel and oh you it's... name it oh no you name it Lex um you name wow. it murders uh, people jumping off the roof. Um, uh, mob killings. I mean, you you name it. That's the type of killing that would happen at that wow. hotel. I mean, it's and that's why I, I meant by I'm not making light of it. Yeah. You pick you pick a style of death, and it happened at the Cecil. Yeah. So they try they they tried to rebrand it. They tried to rebrand it. A new company came in and tried to rebrand it as kind of a hostel for young travelers. And they actually broke the hotel into three different types of things uh the first couple floors were divided you know for a um kind of like a hostel and they they made it seem a little contemporary called a stay on main or something like that well that's what allured that's what uh, attracted elisa lamb again 21 years old um traveling by herself from canada and wanted to come to la she was doing a west coast tour and she again yeah she's the young lady in that elevator footage um that vanishes like uh, without a trace well you know weird stuff just kept happening and here around the same well at the exact same time that uh that she was staying this british couple was staying at the hotel and they're interviewed listen listen to what they say also we noticed um that the water pressure was very low turning the tap on just why is the pressure blocked why is there no water pressure (laughs) 
and the water was quite discolored. It was it was like a uh, a dark color, like a. a so the water was discolored, and it tasted horrendous for days. Um, and I'll leave it there. I'll oh, just, you're not gonna. Oh, oh, oh I'm not geez. going to say. Did not they resolve say. it though, or yes. yeah, it's resolved. Oh, okay, it's yeah. resolved. If, it's if resolved. you don't know, yeah. The, okay, yeah. It's no. resolved, yeah. and it is revolting. And it yes. is so weird how yeah. that could have happened. Just the mystery of uh-huh. of how she ended up there is uh-huh. like how that it just doesn't make any sense. No. Nope. So freaky. So you will, you will, the, you know, you, you find the conclusion. You're not left. I mean, you, you can okay, imagine the conspiracy. Yeah, you, you, you well, do get you a know. closure of sorts with the Elisa Lamb story of oh, kind of. Um, but uh, the Cecil is still in kind of an open book. Uh, I would recommend it. Please, d- just because I think it was one episode too long. It's still, I think it's only four. I mean, you can definitely, it wasn't horrible. Netflix has stretched out other things worse. But um, a Bly Manor. Thank you. Uh, this is definitely worth it. It's executive produced by Ron Howard and Brian Grazier, so it's well done. It's so oh, well done. Wow. Yeah, it's well shot. It's creepy as all blank. Um, so I would recommend it if you dig true, true crime. It'll give you the heebie-jeebies and make There's you really no question. It's no longer open, right? Oh, no. Uh, no, I think it's still open. Yeah, yeah, you can still can there. see there. Yeah. Yeah, Dawn, I just yeah, saw it oh, on yeah. Yelp. Yep. Oh my word! I wonder if there's ghosts there, Don. I know. Oh, I'm sure there are. So, there we go. Vanished, or uh, yeah, the Cecil, the vanishing of the crime scene. It's called the vanishing at the Cecil Hotel on Netflix. Eight seventeen. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back with the dirt alert after this. Warning: Here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Don, I don't know if I would categorize that post joke look as smiling. Rude. All jokes aside, your smile is so important. And if you don't like yours for whatever reason, it can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche. Change your life. And she. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Podcast.com. He's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. 
Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consult at Hughes-Dental.com. And don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. She's my regular dentist. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Time to get caught up with all the big entertainment stories of the day in the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, good morning, my little Valentines. How are you? Good, good, morning. good morning. If you haven't considered leaving the state by now, you are a stronger person than I. Oh. Yeah, because I haven't left the house at all. It's <laughs> terrible. It's offensively cold. You want to talk Ooh. about like outrage culture and cancel culture? I would like to cancel negative 20 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, it's horrendous. It's terrible. It's brutal. Anyway. But, I, but can I focus on uh, Kenny? I was talking about this earlier. To me, though, Elizabeth, yeah. it all, once you get past, like, negative five, oh. to me, it all feels the same. So bad. Yeah. Feels so bad. I it's know. It's 32 below where I am, and I, I got to be honest, it feels like 20 below. What's the deal? <laughs> you know, it's just awful. Just yeah, awful. I do kind of think once you hit, it's like, below death. 15, it's sort of all the same. Mm-hmm. That's fair, but I don't like any of it. It's just too much. I like the cold, but this is too much cold it hurts to do anything Mm -hmm. my car is mad everything i own is mad my house is barely functioning it's unbelievable (laughs) um let's talk about you're not alone don't worry my house is mad don't you feel like when you turn anything on it's just mad like when you're oh, yeah. my car is like oh hell no oh, yeah when i get out of work i'm like please start please start i know, I know. Yeah. and the yeah. furnace is going can i have a break please, please just give me a break please i know i was texting with some friends in san diego and they still oh. like and these girls are from minnesota and chicago so they grew up with it but they can't believe when you think about like the extreme temperature swings here that it goes from like you know, 20 below to then 105 degrees yeah. within a same uh-huh. calendar year period. I'm convinced that it's unfit for people to live here. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, okay. It's a big deterrent. I know. All right, the well, strong survive here. That's very true. Now we'll or talk the about the, <laughs> true. the very good Valentine's Day news, which was, um, you know, the weekend of love and Meghan Markle and Prince Harry announced that she is pregnant with baby number two, which is so exciting. She no. talked about having a miscarriage in July. Mm. Um, and then, of course, they had their baby Archie prior to that. And so it's just very sweet that they made this announcement and her pregnancy announcement came exactly 37 years to the day after UK newspapers announced that Princess Diana was expecting Prince Harry. Oh, really? Isn't that fun? That's sweet. So it was Valentine's Day in 1984 when the UK papers had Lady Di's pregnancy all across the front pages and that was Harry and then they made their announcement on Valentine's Day this year for their baby number two. And of course, Harry was um, second to William. So I think that's a really sweet. They've been very strategic, you know, and William is too, and Kate is too, about how they honor Diana in really sweet ways. And, um, And I think that's very... It's just very nice. They want her to be part of their lives and they want her, they want her memory alive and they want her remembered for maybe more than just, I don't know, especially after like the season of the crown where it it just seems like she was kind of a victim in a lot of situations. I think they want her remembered as 
their mother yes. and not yeah. like this yep. sort of character that has been painted of her. Yes. I love it. So, I love those boys. I know. It's very sweet. Uh, apparently the queen is delighted. <laughs> <laughs> that was my queen impression. Thank you very much. Uh, and then we go to more Valentine's Day news. Machine Gun Kelly calls Megan Fox his bloody Valentine mm-hmm. as they celebrate their first Valentine's Day together. These two and their matching facial expressions are just too much for me mm. to be able to handle. Mm-hmm. They coordinate their fa- their facial expressions. Just partial mouth open, staring blankly oh, slash mysteriously at the camera. Now, once you see it, you can't unsee it, Don, can you? No, you can't unsee it. And I feel like he's losing any street cred that he got by getting all of those tattoos all the way up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Did he ever have it? Like, oh, he's, he's a hardcore guy. And then you're like, but look at his Instagram. <laughs> you know? He's a complex Ooh. creature is what he is. Yeah. And they, is like, he? coordinate sweatsuit days. When they're going to wear sweatsuits, uh-huh. they wear sweatsuits. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Why won't my husband do that with me? I know. I asked Jay to do <laughs> Christmas jammies, and he is like, uh... No. I don't do. Oh, he is outraged oh. by the idea. And then I was like, fine, then everyone else in the family is going to do it. And you'll be the only one who doesn't wear them. And he was like, okay. He's like, he did well, it. Who cares? No, he won't do it. Oh, he won't do it. No, yeah, he, he refuses. He's not into it. He's not really like a like a coordinating jammy guy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if I made it head to toe Patagonia, he would go with it. But the rest of it. What if it was all camo? I, <laughs> camo I he would do. I wouldn't trust a guy that would be. (laughs) This could be a good debate, you guys. Yeah. Is your guy into into matching jammies? And what does that say? I don't know. Oh, God. Uh, Bachelor Nation all in a tizzy reacting to Chris Harrison stepping down after this controversial interview he did with Rachel Lindsay. Um, yeah, what's the consensus? Are fans upset? Yeah, fans are upset, and then other people say that it is that this is the way that it goes, and then other people say that it's cancel culture, and then other people say that the whole show should be canceled because if you're upset about what Chris Harrison has done on this show, maybe you should be upset about you know just young people being exploited and sleeping with each other. Oh God! So listen, you yeah, start reading itself. comments, and you'll get a feeling <laughs> like I just delivered to you. Yeah. Well, it's also, again, I will say it because there's, there's a lot of talk about this cancel culture. It's really about consequences. Mm-hmm. These are all private. This has nothing to do with free speech. This is, these are all of these people work for corporations. Yeah. They work. It's capitalism. You may not like it and you, or you may agree with what he says or you may not agree, but they work for companies yeah. and Disney has morality clauses. So Sorry. Everybody does. Hey, Chadwick yeah. Boseman, SAG Awards history, four f- film nominations in a single year too. So nice. I just want to let you know about that. Well, Elizabeth will let you know about all sorts of other things today at three on Twin Cities If Live. my car starts. <laughs> if her car starts. We'll be back Fine. with more after this. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. In the lee of a picturesque ridge lies a small, unpretentious winery, one that pampers its fruit like its own babies. Hi, I'm Moira Rose, and if you love fruit wine as much as I do, then you'll appreciate the craftsmanship and quality of a local vintner who brings the muskmelon goodness to his oak chardonnay and the dazzling peach crab apple to his Riesling Rioja. 
Come taste the difference good fruit can make in your wine. You'll remember the experience, and you'll remember the name, Herb Irvlinger. Bert Herngeif. Irv Herblinger. Bing Livehanger. Livelink. Bert Herker. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Moya Rose, one of the best modern day TV characters ever, created by the great <laughs> Catherine O'Hara of oh. Shites Creek. How I love thee. How I love thee. I'm going to give it well, another chance. Oh, are you? Yeah. I watched three episodes and then thought, this is not for me. Yeah. But maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. No, I think, Lex, I really do think, yes. Yeah. I, yes, I think you should. Because I didn't crap, love the... F- crap Creek? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> crap yes. Creek, yeah. yeah. Because mm-hmm. I didn't love the first half of the first season either. It took me a while. It really yeah. did. But my, oh my, am I glad I stuck with it. Yeah, that's well, and speaking. Speaking of that, and this isn't on the sheet, but Colin mentioned this. We should we haven't checked in with you, Don, lately with uh, Sex in the City. How is that going with you? It is. It's going okay. I'm in the second okay. season now, about the f- third episode. I started. I should have just stuck with that, but I started watching Umbrella Academy oh, as well, okay. and so <gasps> I'm going through that right now. So I kind of switch back and forth, and then there's RuPaul, of course, and then yeah. our Force movie review. So, oh yeah, you so know, much, there's there's so, a lot. much a lot, to watch, so much. But you're still liking it? I love it. Yes, I'm so. Oh my gosh! So the end of the first season of Sex in the City. Spoiler alert. For she, a 30-year-old show. She's yeah. about to go on a vacation with Mr. Big, and she is outside. They're waiting to go to the airport, and she wants him to tell her that she's the only one for him forever. And he can't tell her that, and so she's like, yeah, I can't go. So, um, yeah, she's uh, she lets him leave, and she... Uh-huh. You know, and I'm like, ooh, good. And then um, in the second season, spoiler alert, she has a moment where she sees him out at a party while she's dating some, oh, baseball player, some Yankee or something. Yeah. Do you remember that part? Uh-huh. This famous baseball player. And it's a great moment for her. I mean, can you imagine seeing your ex who broke your heart and um, and then you're out with some super famous, good-looking guy? A great moment for her, but then she feels so icky when she sees him and misses him. But so far, she hasn't contacted him again. Well, um, I, I have I have really good news now. I'm uh, maybe people won't be as excited about this as I was, but you should be okay. Over over the weekend, this no one announced this, and suddenly HBO Max sent out a press release that I got. Uh, they quietly went back. And remastered and turned to HD all of the episodes because the reason that's a big deal is the first of the entire series is on like a a, a different aspect ratio. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's built for square TVs. They have gone back and remastered all of the episodes. So now they're in HD and there's not those black bars on either side of your screen. Okay. So yeah, I thought there was something wrong when I watched it on my laptop. I'm like, why is there those? Okay. That's yes. cool. 
So they have re and it's beautiful. I mean, the remastering, it's like you're watching a show shot yesterday and there's a huge difference. Even if you're not like a, a nerd, a TV nerd, like you will notice the difference. And I'm so glad HBO did that. So it's available. Those HD remastered episodes of Sex of the City are available on HBO Max um, if you get that. So cool. there we be. Yeah. Um, Speaking of promising things, uh, Carrie Mulligan, Don. Yes. So um, we saw Promising Young Woman, which okay. is another one of the nominees for a Golden Globe for Carrie Mulligan. Um, also Ooh. in this movie is Bo Burnham, the comedian. He plays a love interest. And oh. um, this is has a lot of buzz because the topic is pretty heavy. Uh, it's it's weird because I didn't really know how I felt about the movie after I saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really sort of a shocking... Um, it's a woman that's dealing with um, something tragic that happened to um, a friend of hers in yeah. college. And it's just such an interesting character and what she does to deal with this and, and getting... It has to do with getting revenge, holding on to things. Uh, but... The topic is pretty heavy and okay. could be triggering for people. I will say oh. that. But I will mm. give it this. You don't know where the story is going. I mean, you don't know what she's going to do next. The character is very, um, very smart, was in medical school and dropped out because of an incident mm. that happened oh. um, and still lives with her parents and then meets up with some people from college that she, you know, used to know. And... um you know, sort of has this secret life that she carries on to get revenge. It is really, it's really interesting. I I feel like I want you guys to see this because I want to know how you feel about it. Okay. So the topic, I'm not going to say what the topic is. No. But but there there is a feeling that I have where I was constantly feeling guilty for weighing her decisions based on what happened. To see in my mind if it was justified. And it's like, okay, has she gone too far at this point? You know, and then it made me feel guilty because this topic is very serious. And I thought, we're all so numb to it that maybe I am subconsciously minimizing it. You know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. I mean, this is, it is great. Um, and this more, have you ever seen something where the more you step away from it, you like it more? Yep. Yes, like yes. all the horror films you ever uh, assigned me for. <laughs> yeah. All of them last um, movies. As far as it being nominated, um, I don't know. I think if we had more movies this year, it wouldn't be. Oh, oh, so, interesting observation. Okay. So, you know, I like the direction, but there are parts where I'm like, okay, this is kind of all over the place as far as um, it, it's like. It it feels a little like they could have just flipped the order of some things and it would have been better. You don't have a hard time figuring out what's going on. You don't feel lost, but it's um it's it's really great. There's a woman who um, wrote for The Crown who is wrote it and directed it. Emerald Fennel is her okay. name, and when you see her picture, you will recognize who she is. She plays Camilla Parker Bowles. Oh. In the Crown. In the Crown. Yes. Yeah, so she is. She has a Best Director nomination and Best Screenplay nomination, and then uh, Carrie Mulligan gets has a Best Actress nomination, and it's also in the Best Picture category. 
So it's in oh. four categories. Oh. Wow. Do you feel happy with the ending? And maybe not that happy feeling, but do you feel satiated? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, it's okay. It's um, you don't know where it's going to go. It keeps you on your toes for sure. I but it's, I, called again, it's called Promising Young Woman. Okay. I I also watched. There's another movie called Pieces of a Woman, who I watched with Vanessa Kirby from The Crown, and also from The Crown. And her performance in that I think is better. You have to say better. You know, I'm yeah. trying to go through all the best actress ones at least. Um, I think that she's better than Carrie Mulligan in this. Wow. I, I think Vanessa Kirby is still my top one, but I'm going to try to go through all of them. But okay. Promising Young Woman. Promising Young you can, Woman. You can rent it. You can also see it in theaters if you want to, if you feel safe to do that. Perfect. Hey, guys, listener rewards are hot. They're hotter than an Alexis Thompson burrito. Win a private theater rental at an AMC theater, plus gift cards to Pizza Luce, REI, Caribou, and more. Go to mytalk1071.com and uh, enter... The keyword, uh, pro- uh, forgot what the listener, I think it's listener, I don't know. Go to the website, you'll find it. We'll be back after this. <laughs> uh, I hate this song. <laughs> you got Joe. Do you need a cookie? I need a cookie. Who needs like a cookie? Kenny, Kenny needs oh, a I, cookie. Oh, man, that sounds good. Kenny said very seriously in the talk, the chat, oh, my God, I need a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> During the commercial break. Oh, I missed that. I, all I heard was, Kenny needs a cookie. I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I, I often talk to myself. Uh, yeah, a bit, actually. Sometimes I don't realize I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Oh, I love cookies. That's a good time. Oh, yes. Cookies are delicious. Just absolutely delicious. There's just a blanket statement for everybody. Mm-hmm. Cookies are delicious. You know, my burrito place makes a really delicious oh, chocolate chip you. cookie. Oh, uh, forget you. Oh, wait a minute. And there's a little salt on it. Oh. You're making it worse. Thank you. You're making it worse. Whatever burrito teas. I don't need to hear. <laughs> no burrito you. for you. I was going to say. Today or yesterday. I know. Alexis, at uh, the top of the show, it'll give you a reason to download the podcast a little <laughs> bit later. But Alexis was a big, big blank and tease. She posts this beautiful photograph of her and her husband eating burritos the size of Julia Cobbs. So we, and she posted <laughs> it yesterday. So we eat it. We, we, she posted it yesterday. So for Colin, Valentine's Day. Yep. For Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's how Colin's we celebrate like, it. Colin goes, oh gosh, that sounds great. Let's uh, let's get a burrito. Oh, so you got all excited. I got all excited. Your mouth, you know, you you mentally start preparing, and then Colin, and from the other room, Colin starts cussing, and all I hear is blank, 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 Alexis, blank, 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 burrito teas, blank, 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 and he goes, they're closed. And I said, what? She just posted it. He goes, oh. I don't know, but they're closed. Old photo. Oh, Old photo. Yeah, the night Wild before photo. we did Saturday. Oopsies. Yeah. So, whatever. We didn't get our burrito. Oh, um, and they're closed today, too. Tomorrow, though, <laughs> you get that burrito, Jace. Get two it? burritos. And where is it? What's it called? And where is and it And that again? chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. La Tapatia. It's in Roseville. And it's Snelling and County C. C. Yeah. See, yeah. right there. Yep. So go, go support. By the support. Olive Garden there. Yeah, support local, everybody. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna stick with burrito teas because she has today's jump the shark. I'll fire up the boat. I'm jumping the shark. 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 It's not as good as it used to be. Things have gotten worse, not better. What happened to you? Jump the shark. 
It was dump a mundo. <laughs> So what is the nature. person pl- place of thing? Okay, Nature. Wow, <laughs> Jump in the shark. I was reading the strip that today the Twin Cities could break the 146-year record low. What? The what? record is 25 below, set in 1875. Whoa. Be Arthur's fourth birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so this long-running cold snap, still here. Now, wow. look, we're in Minnesota, so I completely understand. You know, that's yeah. what we, that's what, this that's is what, what we, we do, do here. Yeah. It's extremely yeah. cold. Uh, but that wind chill, whoo, you add that in there too? Ooh, just stay in. <laughs> Everything's screaming, like Elizabeth said. Everything's mad. House, joints, body, mm. Real, you, temperament. Preach. <laughs> temperament. We need cookies. Yes. I know. I went to go pick up Dar, or I went to drop off some food to her. You know, she lives right now, right down the ro- right down the road from me, which is so great. I can just scoot down there. So when she goes to take out, when she went goes to take out her dog, she, you know, she comes from Louisiana. If you're new to our show, my mom moved up here from Louisiana in the fall, so uh, she's not used to this. She is wrapped in like seven layers of sweatshirts and t-shirts and Whoa. coats, like two coats. And I and I pull up and I roll down the window and I go, "Hey, lady!" And she's—I can't really totally tell you what she screamed to me, but she goes, "It's blank and blank, blank, blank cold out here." And I said, "That's my mom. She's so classy, just cussing up a storm there on." There, right coming out of the coming out of the hotel. Oh. It's blankety blank. I go. I know, mom. I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh. I go, but hey, I go. The rest of the winter was great. I said, yeah, we have been lucky. You're right. We have been very lucky, Lex. If I can take your jump the shark and add a add a thin layer of positivity, yeah, um, yes. yeah. I'm I, I I we've been lucky. So I don't even want to. I don't even want to complain. On. Yeah. That's like saying that day in Dallas in, in the 60s was mostly peaceful. Come on. Don't yeah. give me that we've been lucky crap. This sucks. Oh, God. Nothing that it. happened prior to this counts. None, None of that crap counts. It's right now that counts, and right now sucks. That is so true. If I could have punched my brother through Zoom yesterday, I would have. He lives in L.A., and he's like, he had all these blankets on. He's like, I'm freezing, I'm freezing. I'm so cold, I'm so cold. I'm like, really? You're cold? Oh, no. He's like, it's 52 degrees. Oh, 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 oh. I, whenever it's really cold like this, do you guys open up your weather app on your phone and look at other places' temperatures? No. <laughs> I do because do I have every, any vacation I've been on, I always oh. set it in there. So I have like New York, Orlando, Springfield, Missouri, Los Angeles, New Orleans, Vegas, London, Switzerland, Denver. You know, I just want to know what it is other places. And then I go, oh, it's 70. <laughs> it's oh, 73 Don, in Orlando. Fact. Yeah. And then sometimes looking, I change it to Celsius just for fun. Yeah, I'm looking uh, like, uh, yeah, it was really, it's it was really neat. It was really nice in Orlando temperature-wise over the weekend. And I was like, ugh, why am I not with Mickey Mouse? Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. here freezing. Oh, yeah. 73, Jason. Oh, oh It was wow. 73. Oh, thanks, Don. That was great. Thanks Sorry. for. Thanks for. Yeah. 
I don't have to look it up. All of the friends who are in warmer cli- climates or families <laughs> text me, guess what? <laughs> it's suddenly the grills. I'm so warm. <laughs> I know. Well, Dar used to do that. on the beach. I'm having great times. Yeah. Thanks. We don't want to hear that right now. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, what a perfect way! Uh, uh, what a perfect way to end the show. Complaining about the weather. That's how we started. That's what we do. That's how we started. Full circle. Talk about food and what it's right. cold. Exactly. I love a good full circle moment. Mm-hmm. That's going to do it for us. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong, right, Lex? Uh, that's right, Jace. You be you, guys. Stay warm. Have a great day. We love you so much, and we'll talk tomorrow. It's Tuesday.